Yo. What's up, Gaddy? How are we doing? I'm all right. How you doing? Doing good. This is the Ben Mucker Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm your host, Chep. I'm here with my co-host, Mucker Travis. And doing, special folks? guest today, Gaddy. What's up, everybody? Gaddy, how we doing? Um, I'm doing pretty well, all things considered. How was that golf today? You know, I, I lost under like five balls, which is a record for me by about like 15. So I'm feeling pretty good. So <laughs> oh, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, it was so many balls on the, on the golf course. I think it was probably the first time I've actually completed all 18 holes without saying fuck it on one of them. So <laughs> I, feel pretty, I feel pretty good. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. That's a great day. We got rained out, but we had 12 pretty good holes today. 14. 14? Yep. Was it? I don't think we finished 14. I thought it was like 12 or 13. We didn't finish 14. Mm. We'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> got some nice Miller Ale House afterwards. Some wings, some beer. Shout out to our sponsors, Miller Ale <laughs> Yeah, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't bear dying business. <laughs> uh. So, guy, uh, you make music. I do. I do. Uh, you got anything new that came out? Um, the last song I put out was probably was like July third, and then I have another one coming out this coming Friday on the twenty first. Awesome! We're gonna make sure to get that on the Twitter. Let the folks know. Oh yeah, big time. So, what encouraged you to get into music, Eddie? Um. So, I like. You know, like I played lacrosse at school, um, mm. but I I ended up having like three or four shoulder surgeries after I got to school. So I was kind of like, yeah. all right, I need yeah. to find something else to do. Especially in a sport like lacrosse where you got to cradle the stick. Yeah, exactly. It's like there's so much shoulder strain and it, I was just not getting better. And I was like, all right, like I need to find something else to do. Mm. So I started like making beats because I was like, okay, that's an accessible thing to do. Because I was oh, yeah. like, that'd be fucking, like, if I was just like, yeah, I'm a rapper now, like, that'd be weird as shit. So I started making beats. And, like, winter break of our sophomore year. And I was absolutely horrible for so long. Um, mm-hmm. And then I was, like, sending them to people. And, like, a couple of the songs I would get back, like, people would either, like, not send me something back or, like, I'd get a song back. And I'd be like, man, I feel like I could do better than this. So then I bought a microphone and started recording myself but i always used to like freestyle and shit in like high school and even like middle school and elementary school so i was or i was always like kind of doing it Mm -hmm. um but then i decided to actually go for it probably like a year and a half ago dude every your song head in the clouds every time i run always got that queued up let's go it's so nice to jog too gotta get the the tempo up Mm-hmm. Yeah, Connor's Con- gonna send me the music. It sounds good, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, yeah. We we definitely vibe over here with it. Um, yeah. So where are you living right now, man? Like what what state are you in? I'm in New York. Um, oh, the big I, apple. Yeah, I'm like you're in the city. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of weird. Like I'm moving into my apartment in the city, but there's not like a whole lot of reason for me to like live there right now because yeah. I could just, mm-hmm. my parents are from like, I'm from Westchester. So like I live like an hour outside of the city. So I've been living with my parents just so I don't have to pay for like food and shit like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm in the exact same boat. My yeah. aunt lives in Larchmont, which is such a cool area up there. Yeah, that's pretty close to me. Oh, yeah. you know New York is a dope spot. So what neighborhood are you moving in? Uh, Chelsea. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, it's Chelsea, go. Manhattan? Yeah. Oh, nice. That is a really nice neighborhood. Yeah, it's like super quiet and residential, which I'm like really into, honestly. Okay, oh, yeah, that's what Chelsea Market is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that place slaps. Dude, that place slaps so hard. There's a uh, so there's good. A, there's a driving range out there, like a famous driving range. Oh yeah, 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 like the Chelsea Piers. Yeah. Yeah, hey, that's sick. I'll have to start lighting that place up at some point. For real. Yeah, it's like the like one of the most famous ones. Don't you? Isn't it something crazy? Like you like hit the balls in the water or some shit like that? Yeah. Do they catch them in a net or something? They've got they like dredge. Mm. I think I don't I don't know the specifics of it. Dude, it's crazy all the stuff they have at driving ranges now. Like how fast your ball's going, just on like the screen behind, how far it went exactly. Yeah, that shit's ridiculous. It is. It's nice though, but definitely crazy. It's like a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> yeah, really. Black Mirror episode out of the driving range. One of my so, friends' apartment buildings has a golf simulator in the building. No way. Yeah, it's like one of the amenities. <laughs> Does he live in Brooklyn? No, he lives in like the financial district down on Wall Street. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I guess that kind of makes oh, sense. Oh, so you're not exactly slumming like it out there, are you, guys? <laughs> well, actually, it's living down there in the like financial district is actually like, significantly less expensive than you would think most of the time. Yeah, because oh. people don't live there. Like the people who. Bank on Wall Street live in like New Rochelle. Like, yeah, exactly. Outside of town. Yeah, nobody lives that nobody really lives down there exactly. So you could find after, after like five PM, like Manhattan's a fucking ghost town. Yeah. His his building, I think it's like he pays like two grand a month or something, which like for New York City, yeah. like, that's fucking good. Yeah, no, that that's absolutely fire. Yeah, and he get he has a fucking golf simulator and like a gym in his building and shit. Yeah, Damn. Considering like what the wages are in New York, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. The prices of like living in, in New York gets overhyped, but it's also like, well, if you move out there and you have like a job, but it's like a lot of people just go out there and they're like, yep. So I live in New York now. And, yeah. Uh, you're <laughs> fucked if you're doing that. Isn't that what the host of Town did? Just like move to New York and he already lived there. Well, you like, they lived in Maryland, but like you moved to New York to do yeah. comedy. Yeah. Like, New York's got, like, the biggest comedy scene in the world. Mm-hmm. The comedy cellar there is dope. I, want to go. I went there once last summer. It was so sick. Did you really? You got to go to the creek in the cave. I got way too hammered, though, so I didn't, like, I didn't really, like, take it in fully. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Damn. it could have been not funny at all, and I probably would have been laughing. <laughs> yeah. Gutty, yeah. uh, I'm going to ask you a question, bud. And this is just what this podcast is. You been getting any pussy up there in New York? <laughs> uh, considering the circumstances of quarantine, I'm doing better than I would think. Oh yeah. Well, we're we talking a body a night. <laughs> <laughs> no, two. Definitely, definitely not. No, nah, not three. Dude, have you seen those guidelines that are like, yeah, uh, if you're gonna have sex, wear a mask or do positions that encourage well, no breathing in each other's well, faces. Well, yeah, it's just it's just hooker rules. <laughs> it's just like no, can't kiss me on the mouth. <laughs> I'm kind of into that, honestly. I might have to implement that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's well, coronavirus. It's not me. It's honestly, just kiss, kissing is just overrated during sex. It's just like, I gotta breathe. Got it, got it, got it. Let me ask you, buddy. What's your favorite position? Um, 
I mean, it's like pretty standard, but I'm definitely like a doggy guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, let me tell you this, Cuddy. I got this position. Got no name for it, okay? Um, what it is is, you know missionary where the, where the legs are on the shoulders? Big time. So that, what you do, you scoop, or, you scoop the man or the woman up by the ass, and you pick them up, and you hit it standing. You know, I've actually i've I've seen I've seen that. Yeah, that's uh, a that's a big porn move, buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that move. Just drop his dick on him. I, uh, I might have to give it a shot. I couldn't find a name for it. I call it the Flying Willendas. That's a good name. Yeah, uh, trademark. Uh, yeah, trademark. I don't think you can trademark that. Yeah, I just did. So. <laughs> Take it to the trademark office, Gutty. Um, so, what's your what's your like method basically of whenever do you make the beat first or do you have lyrics or do you do them both separately and just kind of merge them it's honestly like a toss-up for me so sometimes i'll well usually i'll if i'm gonna make the beat myself i'll make it first because mm-hmm. i just like i'll sit down and start doing that just like fucking around and then yeah. See if something comes out of it. And then, like, if I end up thinking that it's something that, like, I would use, then I'll, like, write the lyrics before I finish the beat, really. And then I'll, like, structure it out and, like, add stuff to the beat, like, changes and stuff in certain places and, like, turn it into a, a full <laughs> track. But there's also been times where I'm, like, sitting in bed at 3 in the morning, like, why the fuck can't I sleep? And then I, like, write a whole song without a beat on my phone. Yeah. And then I got to go, like, find or make one that, like, fits with it. But honestly, too, oh, yeah. like, I don't make all of my beats myself. I probably make, like, 50% of them, maybe 60% myself. Because there's stuff that just, like, other people do better than me. And, like, yeah. there's no reason for me to have so much pride about it. Like, oh, I want to make everything myself that I'm, like, going to, mm-hmm. like, avoid using people's shit that are better than me. You know what I mean? Dude, some of your covers, too, are so fire. Like, that Mac Miller one. I appreciate well, that. Of course. When I was great. making that, I was just like dicking around and I was mm-hmm. like, all right, like this is going to be pretty bad. I'm never going to send it or anything. Like I'm just fucking around. Mm-hmm. And then after like 30 minutes of like adding shit, I was like, wait, this is kind of good. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Dude, sometimes fucking around is where you get the best bits. Like last night we were playing uh, co- COD, Modern War. We were playing cock. No, we were playing Warzone. And, like, my tag thing was an albino gorilla. And I just, like, went on this tangent about how, like, albino gorillas are going to go to Antarctica and just hide, like, within the polar bears and then just have a takeover, just kill all of the polar bears. But, like, obviously the dumbest thing, but, like, we were all crackling like hyenas last night. But let me tell you, you may not know it. That's a social (laughs) K-hole. Social (laughs) K-hole right there. It, it could be, but everyone was dying last night. It was you definitely... heard me? You heard the people in my social K-holes. <laughs> they always laugh at mine until they get too weird and specific. <laughs> that was like all your jokes in high school. Just <laughs> funny at first. And then you just... Buddy, I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times. I don't tell jokes for you. I tell jokes for me. True. I like True. that. That's a that's a bar right there. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you're just fucking around, that's what it comes to. <laughs> the best lines. Hell like, yeah. um... Oh man, I uh, I did a, a collab with uh, with Wayne, and we who's, were in the wait, who's Wayne? Wayne, 
<laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, I'm dead ass. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm dead ass. You did a collab with Little Wayne. I was in the studio with him. <laughs> you are so full of shit. I'm not. You should tell me Little Wayne just happened to be in Jacksonville one day. Jacksonville. We Florida. weren't in Jacksonville. We were in Atlanta. All right. Anyways, finish your story. And you know when he says, uh, "Yo, Kimo Sabi, big balling as my hobby." That one, that one was me. <laughs> <laughs> if we could only ask Little Wayne right now. I mean, yeah. If uh, he was hey, accessible. Little Wayne, it's Travis. <laughs> What's up? It's Mucker Trav. Tell she. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you just tell Connor this? Is, uh, you remember when I told you about that? Don't you, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So if you could just tell Connor that was my bit. Don't yes. you, don't you? So did you guys watch the fights last night? <laughs> I saw the highlights, but I, I didn't watch them. So I asked my dad for some betting advice for my boy. And uh, this kid, you know, Sean O'Malley, huge favor. He's actually kind of a beast. <laughs> he usually walks in the room right now. So we see Sean O'Malley come out with, like, this, like, dyed hair. And immediately we knew it was not going to be a good night. And, uh. Every one of his picks was wrong. So he's the guy who he fucked up his ankle, though, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Didn't even like. Yeah, there was like a second there. It looked like he was gonna be okay, and then fell over. That was it. Yeah. That's it. So bad. You're good. What age did you lose your virginity? Uh, fuck, like fifteen or sixteen. Hell yeah! I could drive, so I was sixteen. You want to tell the story that? Honestly, virginity stories are good for men. I would love to hear your virginity story, Travis. You don't want to hear mine. <laughs> I, de- I definitely <laughs> no, got, for tell us, you got to tell yours first. We're not doing that. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> man. you can't ask the question. I'll tell not. you later. You'll understand why I can't tell you. <laughs> no, on, you got to do it. <laughs> I honestly, <laughs> Jesus, don't ever call me out like this on the fucking podcast again, because I'll cut your throat while you fucking sleep. <laughs> oh, God, you can go ahead, Gutty. Um, so here, my Virginia story is actually super boring. So I have a good, like, early, early sexual experience story that's much better. So I'm going to go with that one instead. Hit us. Um, I moved, so I went to private school in high school. And then after I switched schools, I, uh, me and my family moved, like, only, like, 20 minutes away. But, um, so we were still in Westchester, but we just moved to a different town. And a girl that I went to public school with moved into my old house. And she was, like, pretty hot, and she had a boyfriend for a long time. And then, like, right before their, like, junior formal, (laughs) right before their junior formal, she, like, broke up with her boyfriend. And one of my friends hit me up and was like, yo, like, would you go to formal with this girl? Like, she doesn't, like, she doesn't have anybody to go with. Like, she Mm -hmm. broke up with her boyfriend there before. I was like, yeah, sure. Like, fuck it. It'll probably be fun. And so she texted me, and she was like, oh, you should come hang out before so we like are acquainted and it's not really awkward mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i was like okay that makes sense um oh, and so i went over there and what? it was at my old house so that was already like super <laughs> weird that does have um, to be trippy to go back to your old house it was so weird and like nothing changed like all the furniture was exactly the same <laughs> the paint everything was like, identical like nothing had changed um, and so we ended up, she, and she like, make yourself at home. Oh no, don't worry. I have, I've already made myself at home. Yeah. Like I lived here for 14 years. Like, yeah. yeah I used to already. jerk off in that bathroom twice a day. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and she lived in my sister. I have an older sister, and she lived in my sister's old bedroom. Gutty, 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 gutty. Yes. What? Is she hot? My sister or this girl? Both. Either. Or. (laughs) The girl was hot. My sister, no comment. I mean, she's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Continue, gutty. Continue. So we ended up, like, hooking up, and we were in my sister's old bed, and, like, her, like, everything about the room was identical. So it was, like, super, super fucking weird. And... We it's like the parents are living up... in your old bedroom. It's like, can we go to your parents' room? I know it's weird, but that's kind of where... Uh... That's where I'm comfortable. <laughs> yeah. It was so weird. And then we ended up having sex. And actually, I'm not kidding. Like, I probably nutted in, let's give it, like, 45 seconds. Wow. I, I couldn't even say, like, five pump chump. It was probably less than that. So and the... right it... before I was about to nut, uh-huh. I pulled out... And I didn't say anything, and I accidentally just like nutted in the covers of her bed. <laughs> it's it's like that pop smoke song. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly like that. When I hear that song, I think about that. And then I stood up That's and I was like, "Oh song. shit, I gotta go home." And I like got dressed really fast, and then just like ran out and went home. <laughs> <laughs> nut in the cover bandit. It's like, gotcha, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> nut in the cover bandit in my sister's old bedroom with the same bed frame and everything. <laughs> Bro, uh, talking about like going back to old houses. When I was a kid, we had this like woman come by our house and. uh she was like knocked on the door she was like hey i i used to live here um is it like i used to go up in the attic and write my diary is it okay if i go up there and look for it my parents like yeah yeah that's cool and she's like looking around the house they let her go up in the attic and then like uh she comes down and she's like basically she's like oh no i couldn't find it honestly total total time in the house probably 45 minutes she leaves the next day, uh, we get, like, this car pulls up. It's like an Impala. And uh, it pulls up, and they're like, this woman comes out, and she's like, hey, um, I want to let you know that uh, the woman who came by your house yesterday is my sch- my sister, and she's schizophrenic. Um, <laughs> we never lived in this house. She just does that to people. Holy um, shit. <laughs> so... She was like, she, she she just does that like five five houses a day where she's like, yeah, I used to live here. Can I come inside? And... <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, that's how I lost my virginity. I fucked that schizophrenic woman. <laughs> yeah, so... I was seven. <laughs> so back to virginity stories. It wasn't my virginity, but it was the other person. And that'll be important later. This might make you feel better about your story, Gutty. This is a random already. question. <laughs> do you know what edging yourself is? Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> so the kid next to me mucker travis is like yeah dude i promise you if you edge yourself before sex you'll be so much better off dude you'll last so long so Uh-oh. i was like okay i mean yeah like it was- i talk about everything you never know, so. i was like what's the worst that could happen so uh, i edged myself before doing it and i literally lasted one stroke one stroke it was like it was bop uh it was That's the... literally pathetic. <laughs> and it was, at least the girl was a virgin, so she didn't know any better. She's like, oh, I guess that's it. You know, how, like, babies are, you know how, like, babies are afraid of, like, loud noises and, like, the dark? Yeah. Even, like, a virgin knows that some things aren't right. <laughs> Even a virgin is like, huh. 
<laughs> yeah. Trust me, you can disappoint virgins. I've disappointed virgins before. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my greatest. So that was the last time I ever listened to any of Travis's sexual advice. Doesn't sound I, like you were I, incorrect on that front. <laughs> I was not because I promise you I never told Connor to edge before sex. Yes, you did, bro. Yes, you did. If I did, it's only because I never nut from sex, and I have the confidence to know that I'm not going to come. So you edge yourself before? Uh... I don't do anything before I just have sex. Nice. I don't do this performative shit that you do, where you're like, oh, yeah, I need, I need to uh, uh, powder my right nut before I have sex, because I heard on Cosmo. Like, Connor reads fucking Cosmo. He's like, yeah, it's like they eat the pineapple because it makes your juice sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's I actually like... asked my bio teacher that in 10th grade. If that was What'd true. she say? She was like, you would have to be drinking like two cartons of pineapple juice every single day. <laughs> Are you serious? Or it's That's pineapple true. juice that does it, not pineapple? Whatever yeah, it was, she was like, you would have to be consuming teacher. a ridiculous <laughs> amount. Oh, Michael Keaton has just walked in the building. Are you going to guess what this key? No, I got to go over to my mom's, man. I just have a podcast. The Pitbucker podcast is a shirt Sorry, podcast. I forgot, I forgot we're supposed to do this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, we, we're in our underwear now. Gutty, are you in your underwear? I mean, I can be. Awesome, let's do it. <laughs> All right, give me a second. We know, we know it's not a visual medium, but it just it helps with confidence. It's better for acoustics. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. as somebody who knows about that stuff, I can say confidently that you are correct. Hell yeah. Thank you, thank you. Sean Connor, my <laughs> testicles oh, right stop, now. Oh, Travis. Connie, you like these bad no, boys? shot, man. No, oh, oh, Connor, stop. It's like you can't let go of like, my dick. Like the underwear thing is good. Connor, uh, 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 Connor, stop sucking my dick. So, anyways. I'm about half chub right now. <laughs> Stirring at half mast. <laughs> Jesus, Murphy. But, uh, have you ever heard of a white claw enema, Gutty? A what? A white claw enema? I do not believe so. It's when you butt chug white claw? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I've never done it, but well, I have done it, but not with white cloth. How'd that go? What what, what oh, did you use? Another man's dick. Nice. No, I'm kidding. I, I've never had uh, gay sex. That's on the bucket list. Really? Never in any of your time in jail? No gay sex. No, ne- never, never when I was in jail. You weren't giving up the drawers. No, I wasn't. I wasn't part of the Oreo. You want to know what always, like, I thought was the coolest thing, though? What? How you were telling me that, like, commissary, like, your shampoo, how much toilet paper you had, toothpaste, all was, like, essentially currency. And yeah, how you just ran that shit. I used to pay a dude a coffee a day to clean my room. Who got Your boy, Cole. Yeah. Dude, nobody knows because there's food all over the place that's been here for days. You did this. You did this yesterday whole journey at a time since I've been here. It was all yesterday, bro. We, we Jesus. We went. Yeah, we got hammered up after the fights. Uh, trashed this place, but, but no. Yeah, I, used to, I used to pay this dude named Joe <laughs> coffee a day to clean my room. Yo, Gutty, you can't see it right now, but Travis has his underwear up past like right my under nipples. his nipples, and he looks like Captain Underpants. <laughs> <laughs> An identical version. Bro. It's, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just got to text you a picture. Maybe we'll make that. <laughs> okay, I won't, Travis. Jesus. I'll file suit. <laughs> I will leave this podcast right now. Um, 
But I paid this dude Joe a coffee a day to clean my room, and uh, we used to fuck with Joe really hard. Why'd you guys fuck with Joe? Because it was so funny. You can't understand it. Um, me and my homeboy Chad, we worked out a contract with Joe. Joe can't read or write, and Joe's a uh, 27, but he looks like he's 48. Uh, just a, a crackhead. Um, hey, Joe, good dude, but he smoked rock metal. Yeah. <laughs> he was like missing teeth. He had a teardrop tattoo on his eye. That like he had someone give him in jail. He's like, "Yeah, man, I want a teardrop tattoo, man." They're like Joe, you ever kill anybody? He's like, "No, man, it's because I'm sad." <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, like, damn, damn Joe, that, that tattoo's hard. No, nah, man, it's actually sad. It ain't hard. No, nah, man, I'm, I'm just sad. Anyways, uh, we got Joe to sign a contract that <laughs> that set up. He would clean my room every day wearing his boxers <laughs> and nothing and a do rag. And uh, we, uh, because Joe wore a do, Joe, Joe was white, but he wore a do rag everywhere. And uh, Joe was like, uh, the first day he comes in my room and he wakes me up banging the mop on the toilet. And I'm like, oh, Joe. And I look at him like, Joe, where the fuck is your do rag? He's like, he's sitting there in his underwear because we told him that part of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, he was like, my name is about a do rag in our mind. And I was like, no, no, Joe, we're going to go see about this. So I go down to the front of the uh, dorm. I, like, knock on the, the bulletproof door. glass. And I get, like, the the CO, the, like, guard there. I'm like, can you read this part of the contract to me? And it's, like, written in crayon. And uh, Joe had to make his mark on it because he couldn't read. So we're just like, J-W. <laughs> and it's just like, well, the J is backwards because he's so fucking illiterate. And um, he's like, Joe... Joe Dennison must clean Travis's room every day for 90 days with underwear and do-rag on. He's like, hell no, man. I ain't wearing the do-rag, man. That's gay. And I'm like, Joe, what do you mean you're cleaning my room in your underwear? How is, <laughs> how is the addition of the do-rag gay? He's like, I'm not wearing a fucking do-rag, man. I ain't gay. <laughs> like, Joe, please, please explain your logic on how you've already debased yourself into wearing the underwear. But you're not going to do it in the do-rag. He's like, no, nah, man, fuck you. And he, he, like, tried to attack me. But Joe is probably the weakest human I've ever met before. And I just, like, tripped him. And, like, I'd get in fights with Joe. And, like, Joe would, like, look for something to stab you with. And I'd just be sitting there, like, shaking him like a baby. And, like, one time he reached over and grabbed, like, a golf pencil <laughs> and just stabbed me in my fucking arm with it. I'm like, Joe, did you stab me? He's like, No. No, I didn't. I'm like, I'm like, Joe, you fucking stabbed me. He's like, please, man, please, don't hurt me. You know what's funny? What? That's not the first time you've been stabbed either with a pencil. <laughs> no, I've been stabbed multiple times. Not nah, but with a pencil. Or yeah. pen. I think I've been stabbed like 10 times. <laughs> like in general or like with a pen and pencil? In general. Mm-hmm. So what, is, what, is, what was Joe even in for? Joe, oh man, this is a fucking story that is going to go way past 30 minutes, so you need to cut this off now. No, it, this one goes past 30 minutes. It's just okay. the computer. Um, so, Joe, man, this is honestly a fucking story. All right. I got to start us. this at the beginning. Uh, Joe, Joe comes in to jail. Chad's there. He sees Joe. Do we and, need to uh, know any backstory about Chad? I'm going to explain it. Okay. Joe comes in. He's like, uh, yeah, man, they got me fucked up. They said I started a fire. In this woman's house, yeah, I was just cooking some beans in her trailer, man, and I started a fire. 
and it's not a big deal, man. I'm gonna be out here two or three days tops. <laughs> Fast forward like two fucking years later in the <laughs> county jail, and uh, not two years, but Joe was in there for like three years on that charge because the public <laughs> starting defense. a fucking fire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna explain it. Just... I'm gonna explain it. God. It turns out like more and more of the story comes out as Chad's talking to Joe and like the story's like uh Joe was living with this hooker <laughs> who had like nine kids. That's how many great stories start. <laughs> yeah. Joe was living with this hooker that had <laughs> and, and like Joe Joe told us he was fucking her. <laughs> and uh Joe has I wonder what tat- Joe's favorite position was. Joe has this the crackhead. Joe, <laughs> yeah, that's a position. Yeah, it's when you the fuck a woman. Head. It's when you fuck a woman for a place to live. Um, <laughs> he had a tattoo on his arm. He had a tattoo on his arm that said Lauren. That'll come into play later. Um, so Joe's like, "Yeah, I was living with a hooker, and uh, you know, I was fucking her. She had a loose ass pussy, but I was fucking her. Turns out." A, Joe was not fucking her. He was being cucked by a hooker. <laughs> but like a crack whore. And he was cle- he was like doing her yard work for her in exchange for living in the shed on the trailer park. And uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is a tragic story. <laughs> this is a purely Jacksonville story, by the way. Jacksonville Duval. <laughs> but um the story goes is one night like Joe and this Joe's like friend this woman went out with her friends drinking and Joe was like, can I come with you? And they're like, no, Joe, you need to stay here because they don't want to bring Joe with them. And so Joe's story is that he cooked some beans, which he later changed to uh, noodles. Uh, And then it caused a fire in the house. And so he was like, yeah, I tried to shave everything I could out of the house. Uh, they'd gone out with this girl and uh, she lived in a trailer next door. Come to find out, we get the discovery. Joe says that like, Joe got that tattoo in jail that says Lauren on his and uh, because Joe can't read. Panties in his pocket. That's really weird. <laughs> they kind of need those after the date. Turns oh. out Joe had gone into this, broken into this woman's house, stolen her bra and panties, and then when he realized he had <laughs> left evidence behind, burned it down. <laughs> So and in the discovery, in the discovery, that. he's still keeping up with us. That, like that's the story we're reading on the discovery, and <laughs> and then it has an interview Wait, from the, the lawyer. It's like what you get for like this is the evidence that we have, ah. and uh, it's like an interview with this girl Lauren. It's like, yeah, I had met Joe for the first time that night, and now it's two years later. He's still talking about the girl. He has her name tattooed on his arm, oh, my God. and uh, she was like, yeah, he's he like was wanting to hang out. We're like, no, you're weird. And so he broke into this woman's house, stole her bra and her panties, and burned the fucking house down. And then whenever uh, we were like, Joe, it, this girl is saying she does not know who the fuck you are. He's like, come on, man. Come on, man. I, I wouldn't do nothing like that. That's crazy. We're like, yes, Joe, that is crazy. And uh, it's saying you did that. And he's like, no, no, man, that's crazy. And uh, Joe been talking about this girl ivory and he was like yeah i took care of the, the hooker's kid named ivory or we were real close and uh on the day joe got sentenced he was like yeah man i'm gonna tell you i didn't do it ivory did <laughs> uh, we read the discovery her name's fucking aubrey he doesn't even <laughs> say the name right and uh we're like joe you just got sentenced you can't get in trouble anymore like you can just tell us that you burned the fucking house down yeah. and he's like 
no man no <laughs> we're like so ivory did it aubrey did it he's like yeah man yeah <laughs> there was a backpack with kerosene in it that joe had in his house <laughs> <laughs> which he kept the can of kerosene the empty can <laughs> And we're like, Jesus. we're like, Joe, explain that. And he goes, man, I'm covering for Auburn, man. I just love kids. <laughs> I was like, we're like, it's like some pretty little lies. Type we, yeah, shit we, when, uh, Reese Witherspoon just covers for her kid. Yeah, who burned whenever, her house uh, so much. Whenever, uh, pretty little lies. When right Joe there. was getting that tattoo, who we were like, uh, oh, Joe, that's a cool tattoo. What does that say? Ivory, which is the little girl's name. <laughs> and he's like, so Joe can't read. So it's like, no, what? And he like, looks at his arm and he's like, no, man, no. And Chad calls me and he's like, Travis, what does that say? He already told me to say ivory. Yeah. I was like, ivory. He's like, no, no, no. Why would you do that to me? Why would you do that to me, man? No. I was about to say, I'm surprised you guys <laughs> give him a more savage tattoo. Yeah. We, uh, if he couldn't read, you could have put anything. We paid him. Uh, we, we were going to pay <laughs> yeah, him. Like, literally put anything you could have drawn. No, we were going to pay him like uh, five bucks to get us. We were going to pay this dude named Will Jeff. Who's like this sleepy guy with a, like a baby afro? And we're like, what do you mean by a baby afro? Baby afro, like a not big enough afro. Mm, we called him Baby Jeff, and he was going to be a SoundCloud rapper. So he got a bunch of tattoos on his face. So so he was like, yeah, I got the tattoos on my face. So I wouldn't really have no choice but to become a SoundCloud <laughs> rapper. We're like, okay, baby Jeff, like maybe chill it on the tattoos. Because we think you're going to a mental institution. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I can't be good for parole if you go without face tats. Yeah. And then go to parole like a weed leaf and like a, <laughs> yeah. like a weed leaf and like a, That's a, not a double cup. At all. Yeah, a double cup double on one side. <laughs> uh, but we were... Just the, a crack pipe on the right side. The, the, whole dorm, the whole dorm like pitched in. We were like, baby Jeff, we'll give you $20 to get a swastika tattoo no. on your forehead. He was like, okay. <laughs> so, no, we're, we're like about to do it, and the tattoo man is like, "I can't do it, guys. I can't do it. <laughs> this guy's a fucking murderer." Respect. He's like, "He's like, that's fucked up, guys. I can't do that." <laughs> Anyways, yeah, there, honestly, there, that's a good tattoo. That's there was one day, dude. like uh, Joe was. Uh, it's like early as fuck in the morning. This kid Calvin used to fuck with this kid with Joe like hard as fuck. Like he'd just walk up to him and slap him, and uh, Calvin was like. 18 and Joe's a grown man and he just beat the shit out of Joe but um one day we wake up and we hear help me help me please help me and it's Joe and Calvin Calvin has him up in one of the abandoned cells in like a triangle leg lock yeah with his arm he's like breaking his arm and he's just like smiling and the whole dorm comes out and we're just laughing at Joe getting choked out by an 18 year old kid he's like Help me, please! Please help me! <laughs> he comes out of the dorm and he goes, he goes, he's like crying, he goes, fuck all you N-words! At the top of his line, and everybody in the dorm, the black people included, just start laughing their fucking asses off. Because it's just like, the guy's such like a non-threat. It's yeah. insane. And he goes into the, his room to bust a razor open to cut Calvin with. And, uh, to bust the razor up and you have to bust the safety blade and we hear joe just like fuck all y'all i'm gonna cut all y'all and uh, we're just laughing and joe uh we hear oh and joe comes out and oh his hand no has been cut open to the bone where he tried to bust up the razor <laughs> he's just tripping blood and he's like he's like help me please and joe has hep c so we're like get away from us joe no one's gonna help you 
And so we're like, Joe, go into the shower. Stop. You're gross. And he's, he's like, please, it hurts. We're like, Joe, did you learn your lesson about saying the N-word? He's like, fuck y'all. Help me. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Man, I could talk about Joe for a year. <laughs> my, my favorite tweet still to this day. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> I wanted a gap year, but I didn't want it in jail. Yeah, yeah. That should have. Yeah, that was like that the most mediocre tweet, tweet I've ever done. Nah, dude, that's your. Oh, okay, weird. got you. I respect. I have a that. private account. Yeah, I don't ever want to blow up. That makes for better content. This man's just casually tweeting. Unfollow me, please. Yeah, I do tweet that every day. Yeah, I'm, love I'm, that. I'm, I'm just like, like I said, it's for me. It's not for other people. Sure that. Every everything I do is for me. The eating. The fucking, the, you know, crying. <laughs> I feel like, you know, if we're getting philosophical, like every action is taking in self-interest. Even actions that are like giving someone a gift or helping them cross the road or anything like that. Well, yeah, know, it's empathy. It makes you feel good. Empathy is technically in your self-interest because by the virtue of empathy, you're hoping that at some point you're like, I would want someone to treat me how I would want to be treated. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I would want someone to do this for me. And that's why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Technically, there is no purely selfless act, yeah. which is like a really big point in philosophy and psychology. Is is there a purely selfish, selfless act where it's like even like a mother like guarding her child from a fire and dying in it for her child is not a selfless act because your child is a biological extension of you, and, you and your body is wanting it to carry on the genes. Yeah. So there truly is no selfless <laughs> act. He doesn't Except get for when Connor sucks it? my dick because that's purely for my pleasure. Remember whenever you had that uh, guy come in to visit us? Uh, you're good. I'll tell, about that. It. I'll tell them at a later date. I feel like I'm excluding our guest. <coughs> yeah, dude, I'm so sick. You have the Rona? My face is swollen out like uh, to the side. Maybe. This man comes over to my house the other day with pink eye. And I'm like, damn, Travis, you just high as fuck. Like, what's going on? Why are your eyes so red? It it's actually blocks, it wasn't. Yeah, it's eye COVID. I heard about that. You've That's a thing now. No, it's not. God, I got a crown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got dick COVID too. <laughs> not yeah, life threatening. Fuck, no, but I got dick like COVID. Threatening. I just thought you should know. Okay. <laughs> if you don't have a dick, you should be good. <laughs> you probably won't get it. I think. Uh, so. We really appreciate you coming on the podcast, Gutty. We like to end each podcast with a question, even though Travis has already been grilling you today. But I think I mean, we can start with you asking any right, question you want to Travis. Make sure you give him a hard one. Connor, I'll ask you a question. Uh, what's your mother's home address? Um, blank, blank, blank. No. Nope. Blank, blah, blank. You say right. it or I'll say it. And then I'll tweet it. Okay, tweet it. You're on private and I can just edit it out of this podcast before I post it. Any siblings? Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's linked to the next question. Man, that's a lame question. New one. <laughs> okay. Fuck, oh, Mary like kill brother I have an and older brother and two sis- older sisters. Uh, <laughs> fuck my brother, marry my brother, kill my sisters. Not bad. <laughs> Clean. Quick answer, too. You thought go gay with my brother all the way. <laughs> Respect. Okay. So, guys, I'm, I'm trying to think of a tough question. I think this one might be kind of tough. If you had to have <laughs> sex with a man, would you rather do any man <laughs> You're going to ask how much? <laughs> I was not going to ask that. $7, because that's how much I need to fulfill my gas tank. <laughs> that's how much I need to get from point A to point B. Well, you, I, my motto is, if you want me to top me, top you, you got to top Respect. my tank off. <laughs> I'll top you if you top my tank off. But, but no, um, 
Where was I? Oh yeah. If you could, if you had to have sex with one man, but you could pick between any oh, man I would in the entire world pick or an exact like, clone fucking of yourself, like Cristiano you Ronaldo or some like super hot guy, I wouldn't fuck myself. That'd be, I could do better than that. I'd That's fuck fair. a homeless guy. You see, though, I, I gotta feel like if it was myself, I would just know exactly what I wanted so perfectly because it was myself. Maybe I've thought way too much about that, but that's just me. Yeah, that's exactly. Here's my motto: I'm not gonna fuck myself <laughs> because myself is gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to fuck myself. Uh, you guys, you gotta, you gotta love yourself. Well, no, I know exactly what's on my body. <laughs> I know exactly how gross I am. Yeah, exactly. At least I can that's delude myself into thinking like from. another man takes better care of himself. I appreciate that. <laughs> my answer: I'd fuck Gutty. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd push Gutty's face in the mattress and I'd fuck him from behind. And I wouldn't let up until I bust in that tight little Gutty. So, only so you wouldn't pass on eye corona, though, right? Just because yeah, no, dude. my face has got to be. But buried, so I said I so you wouldn't pass on eye coronavirus. <laughs> that's for him. That's not for me. I don't me. want your dick corona either, dude. I will yeah. bust in your face, though, Gut. Oh man, too late. <laughs> for real, Trav. Could have had a good time today, but you had to come over with dick corona. Yeah, actually. No, I'd fuck Connor. Well, I wouldn't fuck you back. Well, no, no, it's not your choice. This is the game. <laughs> this is the game. By the hypothetical, anyone who, fuck, who anyone who I pick has to fuck me. Sure. Well, so I'd fuck Connor and I'd make him gay pregnant. What is gay pregnant? I'd put my fucking babies in you and you'd give birth out your ass. When you poo? No, just you'd, <laughs> you'd carry my babies for nine months. Then you'd give birth to octuplets. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank breed, you for coming on. I'm a breeze. You're welcome on the Big Bucker Podcast anytime. It was a pleasure having you on today. Absolutely, Gutty. Thanks for coming. To all our muckers, of course. To all our muckers, please tune into his music. That's I'd like awesome. to give a special shout out to Chase. <laughs> What's up, Chase? Big, 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 probably the biggest fan of the uh, Big Mucker Podcast. Chase Lasseter. Yep, yep. Amen. Huge shout out, Absolute Chase. stud on and off the football field. Um, we used to throw in dips on and during lunch in high school every day in the bathroom. Oh, My did, pleasure. Bro. Thanks for having me. To. Nice. Anyways, thanks again, Gotti. Always a pleasure. Later, you Shout too.